we there were some technical difficulties in the studio, but we're here now. It's Ben, Calvin, and Henry's Toys, Statuettes, and Collectibles Review Hour. Uh, you're listening to KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. Um, but here's something. It's not Ben, Calvin, and Henry's Toys, Statuettes, and Collectibles Review Hour. Why is that, Calvin? Uh, because this week we have a special announcement. Um, Henry is leaving the show for good. He's it's off the show forever. It's been our most requested uh, thing from our from our fans, from our audience, and we finally decided it's time. Yeah, we um, we've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of real mail, and we've decided um, at the end of the day we need to give the people what they want. And this week, no Henry. I think he was the one who caused the technical difficulties, but it's all right. But in honor of Henry and him being gone, we've decided to do a Henry-themed episode. Yeah, just one last time, we'll do a little um, going-away party for Henry of Swords. And in order to celebrate that, um, today we have a very special guest, a longtime friend of the show, big fan, um, mutual fan. He's a fan of ours. We're a fan of his. Um, I am very pleased to announce that this week on the radio show, we have Henry Adams tuning hey. in. Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. I've always wanted to be on the show. Uh, it's a pleasure. Your voice is very deep. Well, it's, uh, it's I I was spending a little bit of time in Chicago and seemed to caught a caught a cold. Oh, uh, travel does that, you know. It's a lot of stress yeah, on the yeah. body. Mm, flights. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm kind of <laughs> your deep voice is something I always look to for comfort. I I have to say. Well, I, I too, I too care a lot about you, Ben. It is one of, I think, it's one of your most admirable and one of my favorite traits about you. It's one of the reasons I love you. Well, hey, thanks. Yeah, I love you too, man. Yeah, of cool. course. Cool. So we're going to be doing just a quick little interview with Henry, and then we're going to be getting into some fun Henry-themed segments. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for this interview. I've been waiting a very long time for this. We know you have a lot to talk about. Um, so we heard you were in Chicago lately. We were just wondering what you were up to over there. Well, uh, I was doing a little, uh, a little eating, a little uh, shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, bought some streetwear. Bought some um, DKNY. Some. Oh. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you're laughing about. I I was laughing in disbelief. I know DKNY is a pretty expensive streetwear brand. Well. What can I say? If you gotta flaunt it. One of my mottos is actually in my uh, bibliography that I was working on in Chicago. It's an inspirational inspirational bibliography about a person who has half of a tongue. Oh, wow. It's one of my little-known uh, factors, features in my, uh, myself that not a lot of people know about. I only have half a tongue. Yeah, I haven't really looked in there that much. Well, here, here take a look. Can you move it around a little bit? A little bit more? Closer to the mic. Hey, wow, that was... Ooh, looks like it's just the back half. Yeah. Well, Well, I've tried my hardest to cover it up, but sometimes the little uh, pink sock that I put on the end of my tongue just doesn't quite fit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. It is a muscle, so maybe it just grew a little bit. Got a little small. Um, Who knows? Well, I I was exercising quite a bit in Chicago, you see. Oh, you pumped it out. You I did, it. yeah. I was working uh, 
working the YMCA quite a bit. Is mm-hmm. pumping some iron, getting some gains. As Henry does. As as I do, yes. Frankly, I can't see the difference. Well, that's your opinion. It takes time, you know, for for that kind of visual, visible, <laughs> you know, improvement. It takes it takes months, you know. Mm-hmm. I, if anything, it is pretty noticeable in your hair right now. Your your hair is I, a lot bigger than it normally is. What's that? What, what does that mean? Well, you must have really been working your brain out to get your head so big. Cause your hair is huge. My brain noodles? Are you looking up my brain noodles? They're growing. I'd assume so. Have you been working them out? Well, you see, this is this is the thing. I don't think I don't think a lot of people know this, but um, one of one of the things about Chicago is that it's a little it's a little cold. You see, mm-hmm. so uh, so sometimes sometimes your hair grows quicker. Mm-hmm. Your brain your brain noodles grow quicker. You you make more brain noodles when you're cold. Is that like a survival instinct thing? Yeah, it's because eventually you're going to cut those noodles off, actually, and eat them mm. for consumption. So when your body's cold, you know you need to produce more. Mm-hmm. If you're about to hibernate or um, something, it's nice to have a nice snack of um, brain noodles waiting for you after uh, hibernation. I do love me some noodles. From the brain. Mm. Mm. Well, Henry, we know you're an accomplished chef. Um I know you cook a lot of noodles. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah, what's um, your method? What's on, your process? On cooking noodles? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you talking about brain noodles, or are you talking about uh, um, the, uh, the artificial noodles from the wheat? Maybe we're talking about veggie noodles. Veg- but just for, the, just for the sake of uh, simplicity, let's go with uh, just some something everybody kind of likes to use, just the, those regular wheat noodles. Well, let's say we have some nice spaghetti. Um Mm-hmm. Is it pasta talk time? Yeah, it's a little bit of pasta talk mm-hmm. with Henry. Um. All right, so uh, this is pasta talk. Let me let me walk you through something real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's say you're getting back from a heavy day of work. It's been a rough time. Your back hurts because you've been well lifting the logs. So someone plops a little bit of uh, whole wheat spaghetti in front of you. First thing you're going to do with that is uh, you're going to get a nice medium saucepan. Take two, well, after that, you're going to take two handfuls of spaghetti noodles and put them in that medium saucepan. How big of a handful are we talking right well, now? We're talking about the size of a golf ball to an egg. Um, in circumference. So, uh, once you have those, you're gonna let those boil for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, put some lavender salt in there. Not just normal salt? Well, you could put normal salt, but if you want to get a little flair, Mm -hmm. then you're gonna put some uh, lavender salt in there. Um, let those noodles cook for about 15 to 20 minutes. If you like your noodles al dente, mm-hmm. two for twelve and a half. What does al dente mean? Al dente means uh, it'll make a dent. <laughs> you throw it against the wall. I've heard that's a thing. It'll make a dent in your tooth and your wall. Mm-hmm. No matter what you throw it at, it's just too hard. I do like my noodles strong. Well, All right. Well, then you might want to wait twelve and a half minutes. After that, twelve and a half minutes. 
you're gonna um, make a nice sauce, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna make a. You can buy a store-made organic tomato sauce, Paul Newman. Paul Newman's a good sauce to choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds delightful. And after that, take a saute pan. Put some coconut oil on top of it. And then saute some oyster mushrooms. If you're feeling a little spicy, then you can add some thyme and some rosemary and maybe even a chive or two. Then after all that, put some roasted garlic. In that uh, in that tomato mm. sauce, you like that? I like me some roasted garlic. All that right. brings tears to my eyes. And then you're gonna, you're gonna. Well, you're just gonna put the sauce on the noodles. You're just gonna mix the sauce with the noodles, as well, one does. As as one does. And if you're if you're not satisfied with your sauce, those two things that you can do at this moment, you can. Put some more lavender salt on there. Lavender salt it heals everything. Mm-hmm. No, Calvin knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I knew you were a pasta aficionado, but I didn't know that your love for pasta went that deep. Well, I'm gonna tell you one last thing. It's my little, it's my little special secret, just for you boys. Please. Herbs de Provence. Sorry, could you say that one more time? We didn't quite catch it. Herbs de Provence Put it on top your spaghetti noodles With a noise to mushroom sauce Is this the end of pasta time? Are we done with pasta time? I'm yeah, sweating. That's all good. Wow. <laughs> oh, give me a moment, please. I'll give you two, man. Come on. Thanks. Thanks, Henry. All right, I think that's that's a perfect segue, actually, into our next segment. Um, it's Henry Week here on the show, so we're going to be doing a quick top ten countdown of the top ten Henry Adams mannerisms. Oh, good. Mm. Jolly good. That was actually number ten on the list. Jolly Henry good. Adams, jolly, jolly good. good. <laughs> yeah, could you actually uh, recreate any of these ones that we mentioned? <clears throat> jolly good. Great. Great. Uh, well, obviously, after number 10, you're going to have to have a solid number 9. And for me, I would say uh, number 9 is the classic. Uh, and speaking of uh, blank, for example, we're having a little conversation in the hall. How about let's act it out. So, hey, oh. um, how are you doing, uh, Henry? Well, and speaking of how I'm doing, I'd like to tell you something. Today, I stepped in dog poop, so I'm not doing too well. So, in speaking in terms that are simple for a baby to know, wah, wah. <laughs> and that's number nine. Number eight. This one is a true Henry stand, standby. Um, if you spent any time listening to Henry Adams, you know that he likes to say, uh, uh, can you imagine? Uh <laughs> I think you're sorely mistaken, Calvin. Mm-hmm. I, I often do say, could you imagine? <laughs> For example, here's an old one that uh, you Andersonians might know. Could you imagine if all you those little teeth in your mouth 
were just tiny, tiny hands, and you didn't bite food. Rather, those tiny little hands just tore food apart and made it easier to swallow. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's the Henry I know and love. Man, nothing has changed. Well, nothing will change. <clears throat> Uh, and that's actually my number seven. Henry is completely stagnant. He never changes. He is the same all the time. Well, I do rock. What was that? I do rock. Oh, because uh, rocks don't change? Well, I mean... They, well, not particularly too much, no. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay, whatever. I would have to say that was kind of a weak one. Henry. Well, you know what? I... <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be doing this. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were going to be judging me. Good point. Hurting me. And we aren't. Well. Yeah, we usually don't. Um, Number six on the list? Are we at six? That's, that's the one. All right, number, number six. Henry loves to um make the scuffing noise with his shoes that he makes. That's the one. Those are the trademark Henry shoes that we know and love. Might be hard to hear for you folks at home, but he's scuffing them up. Oh. Someone's mad about my, all my scuffing, yes. Yeah. Well, what are we on, number five? Number, yeah, five. number five. Oh, man. That's, number five's a classic. Halfway through the list. Halfway through the list. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Too much talking about Henry. He's getting me all crazy. Well, um, come on. I would have to, well, you know... I don't know. I was going to mention uh, Henry's wonderful fashion sense and his just what he's got going on with his, his looks. But, you know, we mentioned that a little bit already. Are you, you touched on that when you went to Chicago. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so um, recently I've been working with a, um, a, a, a fashion designer named Bob Boberts. Um, Bob Boberts actually is uh, he's sponsored and works with DKNY. He's um, worked with the U.S. Polo Association. Um, he's worked with Crocs, actually. He was on their campaign for uh, five to ten years. Mm -hmm. um, but what I've been recently into is uh, turtlenecks. Mm. Oh, yes. I like to roll up my pants. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll take a nice machete and <laughs> chop them up. Yeah. I was knees. just remembering that you yeah. like to you like to you know do. put a little wear into your clothes wear I, wear them down. Well, that's how I am, and I do like to wear some Adidas um, shoes mm -hmm. usually. And um, right now, I'm wearing my signature um, white socks, as you can see. Uh, oh, those are the ones with W written on them. They are the ones that say W W W. Your aesthetic socks. Yeah, the, I, as you've said, I've actually been trying to get sponsored by them. I've been. Um, doing some professional leading as um, a way to gain sponsorship. Mm -hmm. I ate some pasta today. <laughs> really? I won't tell you about the pasta, as that would be a waste of time. You're right. I wouldn't, That would be a waste of time. All right. Then let's skip it. What's next? Tell me what's next. All right, number, number four. four. All um, right. You, we we know that you have a pretty large social media presence, which brings me to number four. Smash that MF like button, um, as well as its variations, smash that MF follow button. Um, yeah, well, you see, if you're up, let's say, let's say you had a crazy night of partying, mm -hmm. and you're up, and you don't really know what to do. Um, the thing that 
you should do is smash that MF like button. And if you do that, um, I'll hit you up and we can, you know, hang out and after a party we can hang out, maybe cook something, bake something, you know, the usual things that I like to do at night. Mm -hmm. Um, for for the smash that MF follow button, I would like to say that's only for my, um, Twitter account at the moment. Um, actually, what about your blog? My blog? Well, yes. Um, it is on my blog, but I, I haven't really been using that too much lately. I saw a couple recent posts. Oh, well. Maybe you're just a little delirious. You were staying up, so you could smash that MF like button. You know what? Even the the best writers were um, night crawlers, if you know what I mean. Ernest Hemingway, look at him. He was look just a guy. guy. He just lived in a bar his whole life. Didn't really do much. Wrote some good books, though. Hmm. You can say that again. If he was, if he was in the same times as me, and was my, was um, smashing that MF follow button for Sporgoya, he would probably smash that MF like button in order to hang out with me at night because he was probably up, probably up late at night. One can only imagine. Well, is it my turn? It's your turn. Well, I'm on number three, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. My favorite. Um, uh-huh. Number three. Oh, boy. Uh, I would have to say, you know, when Henry's getting into his tunes, as he likes to do, he's getting into some music. I just, Again, not really kind of an auditory experience for all of you listening at home, but I have to say, it would be his really fun finger dancing, where he, his fingers kind of lead the motion. Um, again, yeah, it's hard to kind of get a feel for what it is but uh i don't know could you like explain it a little bit explain kind of its origins yeah, give well, us the rationale did you guys ever play spore oh spore you mean um you mean that video game where you created I, life i do yes indeed well just imagine you were creating tiny well there was three different animals you could or three different types of eating you could eat um the first way was uh being a carnivore Mm-hmm. The second was an herbivore, and mm-hmm. you could also be an omnivore. If wow. you if you were an omnivore, you could have a proboscis, which is a long little noodly um, appendage from the mouth that can be used for omnivores. Right. So as I as I dance, as I dance, I like to um, I like to pretend my arms are just noodly proboscises and i'm just searching for some food on the dance floor for some energy i'm just looking for the energy that which is the food which which fuels the proboscis Mm, man and that is what my finger dancing is uh, inspired by actually wow that there's a lot of history to that well yeah yeah you know it kind of it's a whole nother layer to what i thought was originally just some fun dancing and well, there's always a story behind it, I guess. Now you know. Now you know. It's been a big part of my life for quite a few years since I've played the game. I'm sure. Well, folks, that brings us to number two. We're getting pretty close to the end of the list here, and this is my personal favorite. Um, let me just play a quick audio recording of Henry saying my number two pick. Uh, here it is. Boop. It's me, Mario. Super Mario Brothers 2, baby! <laughs> That careful was the clip. With, careful with the mic there. That was Henry saying. I didn't. Know, I didn't know you recorded that when I was saying it the other day. Yeah, it was a little candid recording. Sometimes, yeah, candid moments are the best moments. It's right. like a photo. 
just a recording instead. So one of it's a different sense. One of them you use your eyes, one of them use your ears. Both in the head. They're not that far mm. from each other either. It's kind of just the eyes and the ears. Hmm. There's they're pretty close. Do you have a ruler on you? I can't say I do. But well, I got one. Just one second. Can you get that ruler? I'm just stretching out my ruler. That's um, a fun ruler. Oop. Let's see it. Let's see what this Oop, is. Okay, we're measuring my face. Hands are on my face right now. Folks, folks at home. Hands are on Ben's face. It looks. Face right it looks now. like your eyes to the tip of the the benunst of your earlobe is mm. about five inches. Five inches. Four to five inches, I would say. Yes, around there. I would say that's pretty close. Well, the, good. Because I'm, you know, I'm glad we can agree. Can my hand can touch both my ear and my eye. Can yours? Do you believe in God? Well, folks, that brings us to our number one choice, Ben. What's the number one, uh, number one spot? Number one. Oh, we had to, we had to, you know, narrow it down. We had a lot of, a lot of really great options for this list. A lot of great options for number mm. one. Mm. Uh, could have been number two. Well, could have been yeah. number three. It always could have. It always could have. It always could have. It always will be. But I gotta say, my favorite Henry mannerism, and the one that I would say he does the most often, is just. He loves to mention how fratty he is. He's just the frattiest dude. Well, like, I am so frat. I'm a frat guy, right? Like, I'm, I'm just a frat. Dad. It's like, whatever. Dude is my life now, and I'm, I'm part of a frat, actually. Oh, really? Did you know I'm actually part of a frat? Yeah, well, I, I didn't really think you were just joking. As part of fee-fi-fo-fum, we, we smell blood of um, the Englishman. I've heard that. We're kind of the big boys on campus, is what some people call us. But you're the big boys that look out for the little guys. Yeah, that's what we like to do here at FIFA-FOFM. Yeah, you have been known to uh, cook. I've heard that's a pretty typical frat move. I saw um, sometimes we make quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, we use like cheese and tortillas. Maybe if we get a little saucy, get some tomato sauce in there, some salsa, some pico de gallo. Yeah. I love, we love pico de gallo. Pico you de mean gallo? pickles de gallos? P- um, Quesadillas, pickle de gallo. Pickles and the gallows. Pickle de gallo. mm-hmm. They're the pickles and the gallows. Mm. You're telling me a lot. I remember one time I was walking down, walking to class. Oh, there were a couple a couple frat guys. You were one of those frat dudes, well, I, am, I must I say. Am, uh, you are in a frat. with the frat people. Yeah, That's what I like to do. Because you're in a frat, you know, just whatever. You're in a frat. It's not as a big part deal. Of my, as part of who I am. It's in college. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, and I saw there... <laughs> Lo and behold, to my, to my, in my own eyes, I saw this, to my own horror, I saw a, a little, one of the little guys, just one of the, one of the people just hanging out, they tripped, they were falling, and I was like, uh-oh, that's gonna be a splat, that's gonna hurt, but guess what happened? Hey, I you, know what happened. Hey, you wanna finish the story? Well, yeah, see, so there's this little guy, real small, about mm-hmm. three foot six, didn't take, take it, if he was to fall, let's say, off of a... Sidewalk. It would take him approximately three point nine seven seconds. My frat actually has one of the highest GPAs. If you guys didn't know that, oh, something really? Is it cool. Three point nine seven. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty darn close. Let me tell you that. <laughs> wow. Well, anyways, so it didn't take too much time for that guy to be almost splatting on the concrete. But when I saw him, I I could see there was an imbalance that just was bearing on his back. And I knew, I knew I had to, I knew I, I just knew I had to do something. So 
I knew at some point he would just crack, he would just fall. So when we were near him, I tried tried to be as cautious as possible, tried to be punctual, tried to make sure that I... Did you do any close hand spotting? Um, yes. Well, you see, the thing is, with, with when people fall, especially at... Um, yes, when people fall, little people, tall people, people of all people, um, the thing that you should do is spot them as if you were bouldering or doing another activity um, of outdoors likes. Um, mm-hmm. so in order to spot, you're going to cup your hands, um, like as, a Barbie doll, like a Barbie. Um, I don't know what that means, but you're, yes, you're going to cup your hands as if they're little soup ladles. Don't starfish it. Don't starfish it. And then when, when the person is falling, you don't want to break their fall because that can cause you and the person who is falling a lot of harm. So you see. Suffer major damages. Yes. Suffer major damages. So you're going to want to just you're just going to want to make sure that the parts of their body that are um, important, legs aren't that important, arms aren't that important. I'm talking about the head. Um, and mm. you're going to also try just making sure that don't catch their fall, but just make guides so they don't just fall flat on their back because that is the way to injure a vertebra or two. It's like a belly, a vertebra it's like a belly or back flop in the water except on solid ground. Exactly. So you're just going to want to try kind of um, making sure that their body is not going to be um, hurting the the parts that matters, so the head and uh, the back for the most part. But uh, the back isn't as important. Just make make sure that make sure the head make sure the head um stays up, stays good, nice and up. Yeah. You know that and that concludes our top ten list. And I gotta say that kind of that was that kind of showed that last part right there just. One of my favorite parts about Henry, one of the things that, one of the pros, one of the good things about knowing this guy, uh, he's always concerned for your safety. He's always looking out for you. Something I, it's something I like to like to do. I, I, I care about people. Truthfully, people deserve to be treated well. That's a classic Henry quote. Mm-hmm. So Ben, does does Henry have any cons? Oh man, Henry. No, you mentioned the pros. Did I tell you guys I was um, practicing to become a stand-up comedian? Really? Yeah, I actually I. I brought I brought a joke that I've been working on for about four and a half four and a half to five years. Mm-hmm. I brought it I brought it to, right to the table just because I thought that'd be a fun treat. Gonna, it must be good. You're gonna lay it out on our radio show. You're gonna debut. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it out right here. Yes, that's what's going to happen. Oh my gosh! So, what do you call a rude New York pastry chef who likes to cut in line? That's a lot of uh, descriptors. Let's just say, let's just say a New York pastry chef no, who likes you can to cut keep the whole thing. Okay, no, let's just say it's the New York pastry chef who likes to cut in line. He's rude okay. too. Yeah, what do you call him though? Yeah, I don't know. A rutabaga. I don't get it. Well, you see, rutabaga is a type of um, food mm-hmm. that you could put on a pasta, mm-hmm. but it's also a rutabaga. I, I still don't get it. Folks, if you understand <laughs> this joke, call in at uh, 509-527-5283. Thanks Listen, so much. It might just be a little too cerebral five for two you. Eight, you mean 5284? 509-527-52... Nope. Request, nope. 509-527-5283 is the number that you should call if you understand that joke. 
Here it is again, 509-527-5283. Let me give it to you one more time. It's 509-527-5283. There you go, 5283. Folks, I want to be clear. Do not call 509-527-5284. That is the wrong number. You should be calling 509-527-5283. Yeah. Speaking of cerebral comedy, huh? Speaking of cerebral comedy, I think that I think that that joke, as I have been sculpting it for quite a few years, is just it's just too complicated for for some people. It's just too complex. There's a lot of layers to it. You see, it's kind of like an onion. Oh, we're receiving a call from someone. Um, someone on the sh- someone someone's calling in. Someone's oh, calling in. What is that? This is Barack Obama on the line, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Barack Obama. This is a prank call. This is a prank call. He asked if we ordered an extra-large cheese pizza. Did anybody order an extra-large cheese pizza? Just checking. No, I actually just ate some pasta. Uh, We're pretty full. We just ate pasta. We're pretty full. Sorry, folks. Ben's on the phone right now with the President of the United States. Who um, wants to bring us a pizza? But I I don't think that we're I don't think anyone here up for pizza. Yeah, I know it's confusing. Well, uh, wait, did they? Barack Obama. Did Barack Obama call for the other Ben Henry and Calvin? Bye bye, bye bye Barack Obama. Uh, he he said that he was calling from the White House. Um, there was a pizza delivery. Uh, I thought we ordered it. Turns out, mm. uh, might have been for the other Ben Calvin Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour show. Uh, just a little bit of miscommunication going on, a uh, different time slot. It's, it happens all the time. Barack Obama, though, nice guy. He was, he was really nice, really respectful. Do you mean the one in Allo, Allo, Maine? Oh, yeah, we're talking about... The, the, other, the other Ben Henry Calvin statues. Allo, Allo, Allo. Allo, Allo, Maine. Well, you see, those guys, those guys aren't too funny. Yeah, they're a serious show. Yeah, also, their review about toys and statuettes and all those fun things is, I would say, subordinate. Subordinate. Subordinate, to say the least. Wow. Well, you know our our uh, previous president, Barack Obama. He's big into the toys, not so much the statuettes. Yeah. I would have to say, uh, I don't know, would we really want a pizza all the way from Washington, D.C. to Walla Walla, uh, Washington? Well, I mean, it depends. Well, here's how I see it. There's a couple of ways that one could go among transporting this pizza. They could transport it carefully and put some dry ice. Mm. That that would keep the pizza nice and preserved. That would keep it nice and contained. And then after a while, the pizza, you could either bake it or just let it put in the fridge, eat a piece of cold pizza. It's whatever you really want to do. Whatever we want to, you know, yeah, I know, we got some options. You know, um, sometimes I just don't think you're listening to me. No, I was... I feel like I don't care matter. I, I feel like I, it don't matter to you. No, listen, uh, speaking of cons of Henry, uh, oh, sometimes he just overanalyzes situations. Uh, sometimes just he's really looking into it, he's really thinking a lot about it. Uh, turns out it's not that much. It's a little simple. I'm just, listen, I'm, doing, I'm not thinking about anything, man. I don't, it's too overrated. Uh, here, uh, uh, another con of Henry, sometimes he's, 
sometimes he talks a lot and you kind of just tune him out because he's talking so much. Here's another con of Henry. Sometimes you don't want to listen to what he's saying because he's such a contrarian and you just he'll disagree with anything you say and you don't want to have a want to have a discussion with him. Yeah, that's a good point. Here's a, another con of Henry. Uh, we don't like him and he's not our friend. Here's a here's another con of Henry. Um, he's f- too full of himself. Uh, thinks he's just the bi- biggest best in the world and really he's he's not and he needs to realize that. Uh, another con of Henry, he plays his music too loud. He thinks everyone wants to listen to his music, but he's playing it too loud. Yeah, another con of Henry, kind of off of that one, it's a sub-con of Henry. Uh, his music music taste isn't agreeable with mine. They aren't the same, and I don't like that. Yeah, another con of Henry is that uh, his music taste is objectively bad. Um, we ran it through the, uh, the, 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 the music taste. Objectivity taste. Yes, yeah, it's objectively bad. Um. On every metric there is. Do you have anything to say, Henry? Anything to add? We're just doing pros. Or <laughs> we're just doing cons right now. We'll just do pros, pros next week, I pros, think. Yeah, pros and cons. Well, this is actually... We're doing pros and cons this week. Oh, right. We got the pros done already. Yeah, I right. named. I said that one thing. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah, you said he makes good pasta, right? Yeah, he, he can he, he can make food sometimes. Yeah, okay, Guys, back to the feelings. cons. We got a long list. I have feelings. I just uh, want another you, con I just want Henry. You. He has feelings. Another con of Henry, he likes to interrupt me when I'm trying to talk about him. Yeah, Henry Con 17, his, uh, he breathes into the microphone sometimes when we're trying to talk. Another con of Henry, he tries to look at me with some puppy eyes. Uh, he wants me to, he tries to make me fall in love with him, he tries to make me, uh, love him, trying to take him home, and we don't, I don't want that. I just, I already got enough, I'm dealing with enough at home. Calvin, think before you mm-hmm. speak. Think before you speak, Calvin. Yeah. Um. Another kind of Henry's. Um. He throws out these dumb, vapid phrases that don't mean anything. Oh, Henry, where are you going? <laughs> Folks, I'm being tickled live on air. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> it doesn't feel good. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, another con of Henry. He likes to tickle pe- tickle attack people when it's not one. No, no, no. Folks, uh, Ben's being tickled live on air. Um, I'm glad it's not me. Um, another con of Calvin. He likes to not. He doesn't have any empathy or any pity for other people. Cool. Um, well, I think we can all agree that that was really cathartic. It was really um conversation that was really um important and good for us to have um Mm. on that note i think we're gonna cut the interview off it's been running a little long i'm sorry about that you have a lot to say and i understand yeah i don't have that much to say anymore well you said enough so i can tell you that much well that's all you're ever gonna hear hope you got a recording of it we did actually (laughs) yeah we actually have it's gonna be on soundcloud yeah you can check it out uh soundcloud.com slash uh b C H T S C R H. That's the one, folks. Well, hope you got that. We're not gonna say it again. But in the end, we we love Henry, and uh, he'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. All right, see you guys next week. I'm glad I'm able to stay on the show with you all. Yeah. Okay. It was um, a pleasure. Now I'm gonna be playing my wonderful uh, hip hop rap playlist. So get excited. Cool and good. 
Your your don't your mic's not working anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs>